is, Miles. A leap of faith. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. I'm Larry, and today we are discussing the 2023 95th Academy Award nominations. And joining me for this very special occasion, I'm joined by fellow Cinemania World team member, Alex Madden. Hi, Alex. What up, what up, Cinemaniacs? Welcome to another Cinemania World show. What's going on, Larry? How's it going? You know, it's going. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week um, yeah. outside of these nominations. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> some of them didn't help either. We'll get to it. Yeah. And also joining us to discuss these Oscar nominees, fellow member of the Cinemini World team and film poser, Josie. Hi, Josie. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on to discuss the Oscar nominations oh boy this is gonna be fun fun time now were you up bright and early on tuesday morning the two of you i set an alarm i i was up i was up early but i didn't watch it live because i had a job interview that's why i had to wake up early but like i was was trying to get like the notifications on my uh on my phone as to what won, but i couldn't so i was just like periodically just checking you know yeah, you two are a little bit luckier, I guess, since you're on the East Coast. It's a two, yeah. three hours later than some other folks who, yeah. you know, if you're in California, <laughs> nice at 5 a.m., up and at it. Yeah. Um, so. uh, for me, it was 8. I woke up at 8. I stayed in bed until 8.30, and then my roommate was like, it's happening, and I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially since they host it in California, you're like, why, why would you do I know, this like, yourselves? Why are they that late? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Jesus. especially... All of them, like there were people in that audience. Yeah, well, that <laughs> audience helped it. liven it up. <laughs> you made them go there at five a.m. No, it was I think it was Rizamad saying like I didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, he was like I just stayed up both times. I got the nomination. I just stayed up all night. Uh, <laughs> which I don't blame you, Riz. I don't blame you. Well. This year, we are back with 23 categories and, well, some interesting nominations, to say the least. Some categories I absolutely love. Some categories played out more or less exactly how I anticipated them, at least. Got quite a few categories, 100% on my Oscar nomination predictions. And then there was Best Actress. So, (laughs) there were some bad ones uh, thrown in. Um, Yeah, and that was was the main one. But we'll we'll loop back around. So, let's go ahead and start off just with some big surprises. Some pleasant surprises, maybe that you weren't expecting to get in, but were so happy that you saw got nominated. Alex, let's start with you. Uh, animated feature. I think you. I think you two know where I'm going with this. The Sea Beast. Yes, best yes. animated movie of the year. I was so happy <laughs> that that got in. I was yeah, worried that like. I was worried that like. I mean, nothing against the bad guys because I enjoy the bad guys too. <laughs> but I thought that maybe that that would probably sneak its way in somehow. Um, 
I'm glad uh, All Quiet on the Western Front got both International Feature and uh, Best Pick Nom. Uh, I thought that that was a really good, uh, what do you call it? Um, movie. Wow. I don't, I, yeah, well, movie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how I was tripping over the word movie. Um, Wakanda Forever getting like I think what did it get five noms? I believe yeah, so. I, I yeah. was expecting the costume design, but the makeup and hairstyling was a really nice addition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew I knew it would definitely get um, costume design and original song, and I was I was kind of on the fence about visual effects with that. So, but I'm happy that it got more than those three. Uh, Ana de Armas for blonde. I mean, no, yeah, like is she, well. she, she's, she's. <laughs> She was probably the one good thing in that movie, but I wouldn't say Oscar worthy, you know. Yeah, I think uh, good is being you know, she was she was okay. She, like yeah. I don't think she was terrible. I'll give her right, that. Right, but I right. liked her in the movie and I do think I did too. Yeah. She is great in the movie, but oh, <laughs> if well. you give her yeah. if you give her a nomination for that, you're still acknowledging the movie. Oh, right. okay. These two are nicer to her performance than I am. But uh, I, no. I liked, I liked her. If I was able to sit through yeah. in, in a theater, was, yeah, it was for that, it was for a reason because it's a bad like, movie. Yeah, that was like the only like positive I saw with that movie was I was like Ana de Armas is actually like good in this movie, but like everything else like is horrible. And I love her. I just I. I wish it was for, because some people are like, oh, it's a first yeah. nominee. I wish yeah. her first nomination came for a different role because yeah, I do definitely. love her. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Academy Award nominee Ana de Armas, but not for Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> no, At this um, point, I, she's not uh, going to win. We're not putting it out there. Not, it's not going to happen. Imagine. So let's just take the win for what it is in terms of like yay she got a nomination let's just forget let's just be as you said let's just forget Academy Award no- yeah Academy <laughs> Award nominee Anna Marimus and just leave it there we don't have to say for what yeah yeah we'll forget um, like Candyman when they're gonna say Candyman and that woman goes Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm sorry I'm kind of rambling on before I let you guys talk but I guess in in terms of like other surprises that I was kind of just like, what? Like, uh, Andrea Riseboro, uh, obviously. Like, what the hell is that movie? Has anybody seen it? I have not. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never heard of it until she got nominated. Um, I, I remember just getting an email for a screener, and I think I deleted it, and that's my own memory <laughs> of it. But I found out yesterday that the producers of the film uh, are the producers of Acapulco and Half Brothers. Oh. So, yeah, okay. I, I like them. So I guess yeah. I have to give this film a shot. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to watch it, obviously. And I I do really like Andrea Riseborough yeah, as an actress. She, yeah, and she's, she's been working. She's really good. But we'll get to that. We'll we'll have a special section about best lead actress because I have enough thoughts yeah. that we'll definitely okay. need to talk about. And I have something to say. Uh, that's been repeated, thankfully, on Twitter, a sentiment um, about that whole little coup that uh took place but uh uh, josie do you have any pleasant surprises that you were happy to see get nominated i'm gonna echo the sea beast because we all knew the four that would get in the problem was the fifth spot because there were so many options that could have made it but it felt Mm -hmm. like very even playing field with all of them because they had so much less buzz than the other four 
Yeah. And I really like Seabees. So a little part of me was so like, good. can it make it in? It's <laughs> it doesn't so have good. to win. Just put it yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. That's all I care about. Just give it the recognition it deserves, you know? I'm very glad this is a life from everything everywhere all at once made because as soon as they released that mm. song before the movie came out, I had it on repeat all the time. It's a really good song. I like that the score made it. Just everything for everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Because we all yeah. knew it would get love, but I'm glad at the amount of love it got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and part of also guess... Stephanie getting in. Yeah. That um <laughs> Oh, I yeah. had a feeling Paul Mescal would have like a godly moment where everyone would step in and just like the forces of nature would like put him there. And I'm glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess the other one would be women talking. I'm actually not a big fan of the film, but I'm glad it okay. got some recognition. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't, I can't. Say it was not my it. cup of tea, but um, it's not a bad movie. Okay. I just wasn't <laughs> fond of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, obviously they started off the ceremony on a high note because we started with best supporting actress, and that was the it one was I was so like, scared for. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They're like this category stacked. Like, Let's yeah. pick it up. It's <laughs> just like we all know Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in there somehow. Oh no, <laughs> she she made it in. I immediately went oh because yeah. yeah. I thought because yep. you, you you see her name and you already know oh Stephanie isn't making it in, and then they exactly. mentioned Stephanie exactly. Exactly, because yep. it was either I, I kept saying like Dolly the Leon or Stephanie Shu, Dolly the Leon, Stephanie Shu, and then they said Stephanie. I was like, "Yo, they did it." <laughs> I was just I was actually really ner- nervous. Carrie Mulligan might snipe that spot because she had yeah. like kind of the same track record as Dolly yeah, de Leon. That, that is um, true. Yeah. So yeah, I was but like, I'm oh glad. Yo, I'm glad Hong Chao. An- Hong Chao Ange- made it. Angela Bassett too for Wakanda Forever. And she's well, winning. That would have been that would have been one of the biggest snubs of the morning yeah. if Angela wasn't oh, on that list. I think, so that would have been totally. crazy. I, I think I think nominating somebody for a comic book movie too. I mean, I know that comic book movies have been nominated for supporting roles before, like Heath Ledger with The Dark Knight, but I think I think doing it again just proves that, you know, comic book movies are big and can get the big awards at the yeah, and I mean, too. these movies, like, if you think about it now with uh, Gary Kilgan and Brian Tyree Henry getting nominations, mm-hmm. The Eternals, I think, is one of the films that has the most Academy-nominated <laughs> actors. Oh, yeah. It does, yeah. Angelina. Yeah. She's yeah. been nominated, hasn't she? Angelina. Was, uh, was I know some, an actor. Sama Hayek, right? Sama, Sama Hayek, for sure. Yeah. Angelina um, Jolie, I think, was nominated. I forget what she was. I know she uh, has been as a producer. Girl Interrupted, I, I think. Yeah, and so I mean, you have deck. a Richard Madden with a Golden Globe, so you know yeah. there, there's some there's some star power in that movie, but it yeah. um it just proves that the material is there, the actors right. have what it takes, right. they just have to give them these roles that actually have those moments because even from the trailer, like it's the Oscar scene is in the trailer, and you right. think like, oh man, it's in the trailer. It's not gonna have the same effect. That scene still got me two to three oh, yeah. times later. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's that and good. It's, and it's like the first time I think since Heath Ledger uh, a performance. Well, I guess uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, but yeah, in one of these comic book movies, because even Logan couldn't get it done. Like all yeah. of these other widely acclaimed comic book films, none Logan of them could get so an good. acting performance yeah. in. So, but it also just proves that yeah. Black Panther is just the MCU's baby. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah you think episode. that maybe the charm of it or the winning streak would have ended because it wasn't getting as much I, attention as you yeah, would have thought. I think yeah. it's I think it's because Black Panther probably has more has more things to say than most MCU movies, like especially where Wakanda Forever is. Many of its themes are about loss and grief. Yeah. I think that I think that that resonates more with the Academy. That's just my yeah, opinion. Because... I, could, I could be totally wrong, but. Oh, totally. Because it does have, for me, the ones I related to the most were those anti-colonial sentiments, but then you do have the added layer of loss and grief. So it was a nice little package for the Academy to be like, look, this has depth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we get over to, let's just jump to the other supporting category. Uh, The big shocks here, Brian Tyree Henry. We talked about him just briefly. He made it in. (laughs) Causeway's only nomination on the morning. I'm I'm surprised Jennifer Lawrence didn't get nominated for that. I I didn't see it. It was too tough. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it, but I heard she was really good in it. But yeah, and then the other big shock was Judd Hirsch getting in yeah. for the Fablemans yeah. over yeah, I didn't Paul Dano. That. I didn't expect and, that. And the words of Taylor Swift, I forgot that he existed. <laughs> yeah, I it's forgot definitely about an interesting him in that one. Movie. Obviously, Kihoi Kwan and the Banshees of Inishirin duo were kind of the locks in this category. Uh, yeah. It would have been really stu- obviously Kihoi Kwan love. He's he's about to. I mean, he's running yeah. away with this race. So yeah. if he had lost, uh, not got nominated, Dude. it would have been wild. Dude, what a what uh, a what a comeback too, huh? Like you were in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Then you, then you, I mean, you, he essentially didn't act for what thirty years, and he was just like doing like stunts on movies. And he comes back in this, and he gets nominated for an Oscar. Wow! Like, and every scene. Is so yeah, good. It, and he's it's so, so good. Yeah, uh, like people on Twitter already like trying to make threads with Oscar clips that they would like to see, and with him, it's just so difficult because every yeah. scene that he's in, <laughs> it's every be an Oscar scene. Clip. Yeah, it's yeah. oh man, yeah. I'm I'm so happy that for him, and I'm happy he got nominated. I I, I he's the one that I'm really pulling uh, for that category to win. Yeah, Jed Hirsch is just the real oddball out, even that's, with yeah, that's Ryan Tyree, because he was the sh- he was a shock too. But he saved us from an Eddie Redmayne nomination, so you yeah. know we can hey. be happy about that. <laughs> I liked him um, in that movie. He was, but they would have played that yelling and screaming clip. It would have been too much. It would just have been too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, I mean, when I saw the movie, I was like, "This is an Oscar clip." But then people overplayed it on Twitter, and I was like, "Stop ruining it." <laughs> But this, uh, I mean, this both supporting actors. I think Angela's a little bit more vulnerable than Kihoi Kwan. I just feel like mm-hmm. he is just killing it. But yeah. these two have a clear front runner in comparison yeah, to the lead category. Best supporting actress is going to yeah. be a bloodbath. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I am glad that. E-E-A-A-O was able to pull off a double two though. So since Banshee's got two actors in, I'm just so happy that right, <laughs> everything yeah. got two actresses in for best supporting. And that's yeah. the only way I can handle like I'm less mad with Jamie Lee now. Like if if she's bringing, you know, if Stephanie's on for the ride as well, I can deal with Jamie Lee getting an opportunity. Yeah. If she wasn't there, then it would be a whole different Then story. it would be a different story. I mean, I still probably would have replaced Jamie Lee Curtis with Dolly DeLeon, but mm. um at least I got one of the two girlies into the category with Stephanie Sue. <laughs> yeah. For me, Hong Chow. 
Well, and Hong Chao, I'm so glad. Oh, listen, I would have been so upset if Hong Chao didn't get in to supporting actress. So Yeah, because I remember when the film came out, everybody was hyping up Sadie Sink. And I did like oh, her in the movie, but I remember just right. coming out of it and being like, Hong Chao stole my heart. I was yeah. with her the entire yeah. time. I still get to see she, it. And she has yeah. two great oh, performances she's this great. year. It's like a cumulative. She had two great performances this year. Everything she's ever been in. She just it was for it, the I menu. And I was going to say, she was in the menu, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was I just watched them. that last night. She's great. Yeah, in she the was menu great in the too. menu. Hey, yeah. Tortillas deliciosas. <laughs> <laughs> These are tortillas. <laughs> well, then looking at it, we have we just talked about animation. Obviously, it was so hyped that the Sea Beast got in because that fifth nominee was so crazy. <sighs> the BAFTAs yeah. only nominate four movies, which didn't help anyone's prediction because they no. <laughs> literally gave the four we all knew were like locks. Yeah, but, uh, but I remember people that were still like, I guess Puss in Boots is a thing. And I was like, have you seen this movie? Of course it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Again, a lot of people were shocked. They were like happily shocked that it got up. I was like, I, uh, I don't understand. I've seen it five times. You would have been rioting in the streets. Like, 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 wasn't it one of the most critically acclaimed animated yes. movies of the year, too? It, it's above like... um. Lawrence of Arabia on Letterbox and their list. Oh, it's one of the high. It's like moving on because you know how they have lo- these lists of like highest rated movies on Letterbox yeah. and all that. It's yeah, above. Yeah. It's above four hundred blows. It's above oh, Lawrence of Arabia. Citizen <laughs> Kane. <laughs> But then we had, so that was one of my big happy surprises with the Sea Beast because I, I was yeah. nervous. I, it got the Annie for uh, uh, feature, and I was like, uh oh, maybe. And then it got into like the Visual Effects Society nominated it for Best Animated Feature. So I was like, okay, we that have a little momentum. There's some traction. Yeah. yeah and plus, but- too, like, and plus, too, it didn't help yeah. that Netflix did like next to nothing to promote that movie. Well, they, did, oh, they didn't do anything for All Western on the, All Quiet on the That's Western. That's true. Either, and it true, still yeah. gunned its way that in. That's true. That they pretty much true. put all their eggs into Glass Onion and Pinocchio, uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and that didn't really pay off for them this year. But luckily, no. they got kind of saved by All Quiet on the Western Front, regardless. But yeah. Then let's go ahead and look at these um, screenplay nominations. My biggest shock was Top Gun Maverick getting it to adapt. Yeah, my, my biggest shock was the entirety of the adapted screenplay category. That that was a joke. That was Not a the entire category. <laughs> how, like, I don't I don't understand how Glass Onions adapted. Pretty much any sequel they force into adapt. That's why Top Gun oh, okay. Maverick is adapted. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's uh based on a previous property. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it, there's an existing it, okay. property already, so it would be a, it. an adaptation. Yeah, because I was it's like not looking quite at that, as egregious was... as Moonlight getting adapted because of the first draft, basically. Uh, <laughs> the, like <laughs> the prelim draft that they published, and that so was... it was adapted. It was. Oh, weird. it was that published. Was crazy. <laughs> I don't know if it was published. It was just really. Okay. It was Moonlight was one of the weirdest ones that everyone. Was yeah, like, no, the hell? that's weird. I, I don't remember. Kind of remember. Yeah. It was. I don't really remember that. Weird. But that's that's weird. Um, if it was published, I understand. Yeah, so I mean, some of their rules are are a bit strange. I know Glass Onion really shook people's brains, but then Top Gun Maverick got in too. So uh, I wouldn't I... have personally put Top Gun Maverick in my five. No, um, the romance plot sucks. It didn't need to be there. I'd accept it being a nominee if the romance was taken out. It was so unnecessary. 
That's my one problem with Maverick, yeah. Like, if yeah, you think about no, it, I don't know. Was it was anyone, so stale. Was anyone <laughs> praising the script? I don't know. Everybody's praising I mean, so I thought, much I thought about the rest of the, I thought the rest of the script was really good. It was just that aspect of the script was... My friend said like it got nominated for adapted screenplay because it looks like a masterpiece compared to the first one. The work is technically adapted from it looks yeah. like a masterpiece. So um, I, the more I think about it, the more I understand why it's here. But I do not think it's a perfect script. I do think there were better scripts out there. Honestly, at this point, I would have preferred The Whale. And I know that everyone was going to be like, um, no. But I don't know. Top Gun Maverick was in my cup of tea. But I also would have put She Said on the Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, honestly. I was gonna, I well, I was going to say. Yeah, and the she, Batman. The Batman screenplay I mean, was so well, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah if you've Batman, watched, if you've listened, nothing. we love the Batman around here. <laughs> yeah. And we would have definitely put it in this category. That got like I, nothing. Huh? It no, got a few things. I, but it like, got. Um, what visual. was it again? Sound? Was it sound? Yeah, I got sound, visual effects, and makeup and hairstyling. That's crazy. I'll pretend, gets... I'll pretend that the visual effects nom is a nod to the cinematography. Yeah, we'll get to <laughs> yeah. that. That was yeah, one of we'll... the two worst yeah. categories of the morning yeah. for me. Um... <laughs> but real quick, I think the only other thing that surprised me was uh, living. Another... <sighs> I, I really didn't <laughs> think both All Quiet and Living would get in, honestly. I thought it was really going to be one or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was shocked that they both made it in. <laughs> I, wasn't I wasn't shocked. I predicted the triangle, so I was happy about that. But. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't anticipating All Quiet, but it was one of those things where it kept getting so many nominations, and I was like, I guess it's yeah. this year's Dunkirk. It's this year's Darling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I mean, the screenplay was good, but I don't. Little, a few of these nominations I might not have given to All Quiet personally, but you know, yeah. it's it's good. I mean, it was a, an honorable mention for me this year, so obviously I really enjoyed it. But a, a original screenplay, as I said, I the, these were the five I predicted, so I was not shocked at all with original. I know some people wanted After Sun. I'm glad it was Triangle. I'm sorry, not sorry. That's just... <laughs> I'm glad Triangle of Sadness snatched that last spot um, after some was good, but I just I just have my preference. Uh, and of course, our two front runners are here in EEAO and Banshees. Any Anything on that one, Alex? Not really. <laughs> I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked with anything on that, honestly. Um, I mean, Tar, Tar getting in, I, that's that's not a shocker. I really like Tar. I don't know what everybody else thought of it. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's nothing nothing really shocking here. Um, they can't just more, it. Yeah, just more everything, everywhere, all at once love, which I love. So, Josie, were these the five you were anticipating? I didn't predict. I don't like predicting nominees because I feel I see so many people get stressed and I'm like I don't need that in my life so I, really <laughs> I just do it for the fun yeah. I jump on the prediction train when we already have the nominees um I will say I would have preferred actually after sun over the fablemans oh well if we're talking about pre- preference and yes it's not a, it's not about triangle actually for me the fablemans is five out of five for me personally here uh as well I would have I would have put like the menu over the fable. <laughs> 
I'd have put a few movies in over the Fablemans, but yeah, the manuscript is really good. I think it was along the same lines and style of Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, I think so that's why there was only room for one. It. Yeah, only one can make it in. Uh-huh. I can only handle so much societal criticism. <laughs> we have Glass Onion, and we got triangles. Only one per uh, adapted and original. Can't have two sneak in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, looking on, just generally. We have Everything Everywhere All at One as the leader. It got in on a lot of the key categories, including film editing, which if it didn't get into yeah. film editing, I, know. I would have yeah, rioted. That would have been, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, but, it still yeah. would have had a chance because it did get yeah. screenplay, but uh, an editing nom really does help. Help it. Yeah. But it did miss cinematography, um, though that's not a make or break for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But right. no. Oh, cinematography. Cinematography was chaos this year. We had... I I wasn't a big fan of all the movies from last year, but it was a good category. I'm I'm going, I'm going like through the list right now. I'm sorry to any, I'm sorry to anybody that enjoyed Elvis, but why does it have so many goddamn nominations? (laughs) (laughs) I did not Uh, like that movie. I'm sorry. If you guys enjoyed it, kudos to you, but I did... I, I didn't like a m- movie about Elvis where he was a supporting character in his own movie. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elvis, uh, again, uh, I really think Greg Frazier was robbed in this category. I think that was a huge snub that the Batman is not a nominee yes. for Best Cinematography. Same. Yeah. It had gotten the... Once it got BAFTAs, I actually, I felt good. I was, like, hyped. I was like, all right, it's got the the AAS um, Association for Cinematographers. And yeah. it got the BAFTA. I was like, okay, maybe we can do this. Maybe the Batman can pull it out. So I was so disappointed. I was, I, maybe I shouldn't be. I was a little bit surprised. Tar um, beat for out. cinematography? Like, something like the Batman. Uh, again, I know they loved it. Uh, I guess it's a little bit more prestige. It beat out even, like, Banshees of Inisherin. I don't know. It was it was yeah. a very shocking nomination for me. I, um, I was I was surprised. Shit, somebody just oh. fell off my chair. Um, I was surprised with Bardo, too, honestly. I knew if Bardo was getting anything, it was getting this. And I, th- yeah. I figured maybe foreign uh or not foreign language anymore maybe international feature but Mm. i knew it had a shot here i'm happy it's here i haven't seen it but that trailer makes me foam at the mouth every time it's it's a lovely it's a lovely it's a lovely trailer i don't know i'm happy i'm happy it got this yeah we were talking top gun earlier that was actually kind of my favorite to win in cinematography heading into here and it got wiped it didn't even get nominated <laughs> which was a shock to me i was like, like what oh. cinematography tom cruise in a fighter jet <laughs> <laughs> you know they just kind of had to come up with new ways to film things and yep. the academy said screw that we don't care um elvis uh i can see why i guess i just I also probably would have re- I would have replaced Tar and Elvis probably with the Batman and Top Gun personally. Yeah. Elvis but... gives me vertigo. Yeah, it's a bit. It's that, a bit much. That, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I remember watching him just like this is this is too much. Yeah, if the Great Gatsby can't get in for cinematography, neither should Elvis. That was yeah. that was better Baz Luhrmann excess for me, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, Elvis. 
I look, I knew Elvis was getting into several categories. Like I knew it was getting costume, obviously well-deserved. I think I knew it was getting in for, I figured editing as well, because I figured, I figured, I figured Austin wild. Butler too. Uh, uh, we knew Austin we knew yeah. picture uh, and we sound. I, I've, and I think that's great. It got in for sound, but Oh, let me just talk about production. Hold on. I have to go on a rant here for a second. Production design. Any year that there is a stop motion animated film, that should be a contender on production design. I'm sorry. The Mm -hmm. disrespect that is shown to stop motion animation in this category. What actual sets did they make on Avatar? Like ninety exactly. percent of that film is computer generated, yeah. and you're telling me that the actual production design is better than what they created for something like Pinocchio? I, I mean, I heavily disagree, but yeah, that's just my thought. I think it every year with Leica movies, every year with all of these stop motion. There's so much craft and detail and just amazing work that goes into stop motion animation and they never get into production design. It infuriates me every year. <laughs> so I don't, I mean, I don't, one. I don't really blame you honestly for feeling mm-hmm. like that because I mean, I, I do think that a lot of people look down on animation. Unfortunately. I mean, you had, I mean, we had, what was his face? That was the head of uh, Disney. Uh, well, Chapek, oh, who was like, who made those controversial comments about animation. And I mean, we see, like I want animation to be recognized for more than just animated feature, you know? So, I mean, I, I agree. I think it should be on big categories like production design. I even think, I even think if animated movies are critically acclaimed, they should get, they should get nominated for best picture too. Yeah. This year was a little disappointing too, because we had several, uh, we were talking about Puss in Boots. I know maybe some people think it leans, I don't know, too young so that it wouldn't have a shot, but we had like Puss in Boots. We had Marcel the shell. We had Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. There were so many, um, like really acclaimed animated films this year. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. none of them to really make a wave outside of the animated category is, is kind of disappointing. I think. Yeah. I mean, they never do. It's, yeah yeah i do not agree with the nomination but um from an animation point of view um avatar would technically fall into that which is what sucks because i don't want it there (laughs) um but it's like last year that they campaigned uh mitchell's versus the machines for production design and it had a lovely production design and it didn't get any recognition so it's sad that the first time that animation is being recognized in on this scale in so many years it's avatar Mm-hmm. Why? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah. That's just like oh. But and then know, but Avatar, you know, of course, but, is getting yeah. into visual effects, and it's like let it have visual effects. Get it out of uh, <laughs> projection. <laughs> yeah, get it out of Best Picture too. Like I mean, oh. uh, all those all those people too that are like um, never uh, never doubt James Cameron. I'm like, oh my god, shut up, please. Now. I mean, low key, so, I was happy he did not get into best director. Yeah, I but know, that's just me. Yeah, uh, I, was <laughs> I wasn't even expecting that, honestly. But yeah, now that we mention it, I am happy. <laughs> no, it was one of those things where if he got it, I would have worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just 
he he doesn't play the game. I'll give him that. I mean, he runs around just talking crazy constantly. <laughs> so I mean, he's yeah. not really campaigning to make people like him and want to vote for him. But right. uh, you know, neither was Andrea Riseborough. So <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> she would never know. No, she was campaigning through like text messages to her friends or something. <laughs> I don't know. But vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also so happy that Everything Everywhere got some nominations I wasn't anticipating, like Score. I thought it was going to yeah. be an uphill battle for it to get Score. And Best Original Song, two categories. I'm a, I was a little bit sad. Pinocchio missed out on those, personally, with Song and Score. It was actually a shock. I thought Pinocchio was pretty solid with Alexandra mm-hmm. Desplat for Best Original Score. And then it uh, just missed completely. So that was a little bit shocking and sad for me personally. Yeah. Um, but then costume design. I was so worried that everything everywhere's costumes were going to get overlooked for, you know, something else. And no, it got in. Ah! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> was so hyped. <laughs> um, but let's take a look at the leading categories. So we talked about it. I actually think... Paul Mescal was the was the ideal uh, number five. Like he was the one I was actually predicting, but I was holding yes. out hope we could get a little bit of spice <laughs> with Diego Calva instead. But uh, you know, yeah, um, no, it was one of those things where they said Paul Mescal, and I'm like, okay, I don't mind that Diego is in here. <laughs> yeah, we he was he was definitely the film Twitter vote. They wanted them some damn Paul Mescal. Period. Oh, uh, film Twitter. <laughs> Campaigning better than Andrea. Wow, campaigning better than some of these studios do for their own films. But this was one of the less shocking categories. The four we knew were getting in, all four got in, and then Paul Mm. Mescal as that fifth one. Thank. uh, Listen again. I know y'all. I'm I'm gonna have some words about Top Gun throughout the evening. I already said it should have got cinematography. So don't get mad. Thank God it wasn't Tom Cruise. I that's all I have to say. I I wasn't I wasn't expecting that either, but like if if that happened, I think that would have been a huge no. shock for me. Listen, uh, I would have been I would have looked at it and been like <laughs> No, really? I will not. Yeah. I will not be. No, I will not be yeah. silenced. I was not predicting this man. Anytime someone predicted him, I was like, yeah. "Why? Look at yourself in the mirror I mean, and tell like, me why are you trying like, to make Tom Cruise happen?" Like it never like crossed my mind that he could get nom that like people were thinking about nominating him or like people thought he should get nominated. I was just like, he's, I mean, he's Tom Cruise so being Tom Cruise Ugh. in every movie, you know. So yeah. I was, I was actually, I was getting a little bit scared. Like when it snuck into adapted <laughs> screenplay, I was like, oh shit! Like it's getting into a lot of these categories. Uh, even yeah, some I wasn't anticipating. People love the movie, but so I, don't I was think so nervous love with his performance. <sighs> Yeah, so After Sun only got the one nomination, but it was for Paul Mescal. And then, oh my God. So next to cinematography, well, above cinematography. Cinematography was like the messiest category number two. Messiest category number one, best lead actress. So our two Mm -hmm. leaders obviously made the cut with Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yao. We didn't have a snub there. Unfortunately, the number three... A lot of us had kind of predicted she would. We talked about her. Anna de Armas. She, she snuck yeah. in. She made it in. Uh, um, and then the two uh, main black actresses who had been getting precursor after precursor both missed out to two white actresses. 
uh, one of which was category fraud and Michelle Williams, who should have been campaigned rightfully in supporting and not in lead. And mm-hmm. the other was Andrea Riseborough. Whose entire campaign is a fraud. Who <laughs> uh, I didn't really take that seriously because it came up so late in the game. Out of the right. clear blue, if you don't know, all of these famous actors and actresses uh, I'm pretty sure almost all white. Uh, I think maybe there was a couple that weren't, but popped out the woodwork talking about, oh my gosh, Andrea Riseborough, best performance of the year. Absolutely amazing. It better be getting nominated, blah, 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 blah. Some of which were literally copy and pasted. A couple of those responses <laughs> were identical to each other. Um, and she came in and got nominated. Now, I generally wouldn't have as big of a problem, particularly because Two Leslie is a very small budgeted film that obviously mm-hmm. doesn't have the same resources as these major studios to campaign their actors and their crew. So a smaller campaign like this wouldn't rub me so wrong, but I find it very pure, like curious this year that it came at the expense of the two black lead actresses who are also rightfully deserved to be in there. And it's never happened before. And of course it happened for a white actress. Not any of the countless uh, POC women over the years who have been in small projects that haven't been getting the accolades they deserved, who didn't have the exposure they needed. No, 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 no. They didn't do it for anyone else until now. And it just feels, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. But, I, I mean, I don't feel great about it. Obviously, I don't take it out on Andrea. She, I mean, she's just getting nominated uh, for what I've heard is a very good performance. So, good on you, girl. Get your dues. And who knows? I might not even kick her out because I probably would kick out Ana de Armas and Michelle Williams first, um, personally. But how did you feel about this category, Josie? the biggest Uh, yeah it's a category i'm i'm glad michelle yo is there and i hope she's the one that wins kate blanchett is clearly like her her biggest opponent um i was like okay like i didn't get mad at that one i actually got mad at andrea riseborough because more than an award (laughs) it's not more than an award the oscars are a career accelerator why right. I I don't know this woman. <laughs> Why was this necessary? Viola Davis I think deserved it more. Granted, yes. I haven't finished the Woman King, but I have seen half of it. I was on a plane. I got to my destination before I could finish it. Oh, <laughs> that is the reason. Um, but I liked what I saw. She was great. Yeah, yeah, always. I love Viola Davis in that. <sighs> And Daniel Deadweiler, I haven't seen till, and I really need to. I have it. I will. I promise. Um, <laughs> well, that's. Uh, yeah. I just, Somebody made I, the I argument. I wanted to see them. I, wait, did hold on a second. Uh, did the Woman King get anything or no? No, it got zero. No. Yeah. Literally nothing. Costumes, I, production. I'm not that. Sh- that's a shock. This is one of the big snubs is that the Woman King got literally yeah. no recognition th- at all. I think my biggest shock was Daniel Deadweiler because people were predicting her ever since the film was announced. 
So somebody was making an argument about, you know, Viola obviously has a couple nominations and a win under her belt. And, mm. uh, you know, it's nice to put in a first time nominee. But I'm like, look, I mean, Michelle Williams is not a first time nominee. And right. Viola Davis got more precursor love than she did. She's been nominated more also, than Michelle Williams. So Michelle why can't Viola Williams, take her spot? Michelle Williams just wasn't that great in the role. I mean, she I was agree. good, but it, I don't. It think was overacting it's... in a bad wig. Yeah, there is like I can't think of a single moment that I would be like, "Yes, this is deserved." And then, yeah, the other argument: uh, uh, this would have been Danielle Deadweiler's first nomination too. She would have been a first-time yeah. nominee, and she got sniped uh, in favor of everybody's bestie, Andrea Riseborough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and people and that's my problem they're calling it like grassroots campaign it's not grassroots when you have your millionaire actor friends out here like campaigning obviously for campaigning for you like that's not yeah. grassroots hold on <laughs> uh i do think it i mean it if anything what i hope happens is that it shines a light on uh, we need to get the spending under control for campaigning. I don't know if we got to put a limit on it or something because some of this campaigning is a little bit outrageous. Sometimes, I mean, I guess it just means that studios tank a bunch of money, like I literally just, just burn I it. I don't understand. They, she wasn't even in the actors on actors. How does she qualify? <laughs> Dude, they're gonna be they're gonna be campaigning like presidential electees. So. It just, I mean, it's, it'll be an interesting case study, I guess. But again, Danielle yeah. Deadweiler was in, you know, she was getting, she got BAFTA. She was getting all these nominations. She she got, she got the Globes too, right? Um, or she get, or, or she I think she just got Critics' Globes. Choice. I think she She's got choice. left out at the Globes, if I remember correctly. It was a shock, but... Yeah, Andrea coming out of the clear blue. This category just is a hot mess. They had an opportunity to like actually show some progress. We would have had three uh, women of color, a, oh, a white Latina, and then, you know, Kate Blanchett in this category. And instead, you know, Michelle Yeo is kind of just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then again, like you nominate Ana de Armas for a terrible ass disrespectful movie. Like yeah, I, yeah. That, like, like I have no problem with Ana de Armas getting nominated, but like getting nominated for Blonde, I think that's also kind of. And a bad she book. and Viola had the same precursors. Like mm -hmm. Ana de Armas and Viola had the same record, basically coming in. Um, so I think my favorite part is that she got nominated despite people being like, "Oh, her accent. She can't do Marilyn." Blah blah blah. Which is like not, I didn't not have a problem defending the role. Exactly, right. not defending the role. I I, yeah. I detested the movie yeah. to death. But yeah, come exactly. on, why are you focusing on that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like that's like the least of my worries, you know. It's just yeah. I'm really. I know. Look. At the end of the day, I know Kate Blanchett has a lot of people supporting her as well. And people who, you know, justly think she gave the best performance of the year. I just really think, I don't think Kate could do the role that Michelle did. So no. that's just kind of where Not I'm coming from physically, yeah, like the physicality mixed with the humor and the emotion. It, it, I just, there's something special about Michelle Yao's role as Evelyn for me and I'm going to just say this too, especially in a year where they did just snipe to the two leading <laughs> black actresses. We still only have one woman of color that has ever won this award being Halle Berry. Every mm -hmm. other one has been a white woman to win. 
it's time Hallie has some company already. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I just hope. That's why I just hope that Michelle Yeoh wins. Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Angela was the only the only black actress the Academy saw this year, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and the only uh, really her and Brian Tyree, those are the two the two black yeah, actors. I was Is thinking it- that right now. Just they were like, okay. All Let's white see. men uh, <laughs> in the leads. It was a banner year for Asian actors, which I loved to see. That was amazing to witness with Michelle yeah. and Stephanie Hong Chow and Ki Hoi Kwan. So that was amazing. Uh, but of course, you know, you see that three of those come from the same film uh, that championed the great representation. And he also happens to be our only non-white director uh, in the director lineup as well. Well, let's not talk about director lineup because literally no women yet again. Let's let's get to that one then. That's the next uh, mess. Um, I'm telling you I don't want to talk about it. So director, Cameron got pushed out. Woo, bless. Um, Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so we had our, our usuals. Wait, 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 wait. James oh, Cameron, I know, I know you're not listening to this, but just in case, no shade. I love Titanic, favorite movie ever. But wow, okay. yeah, there were better you, directors this year. <laughs> you have you have had your time in the sun. You've had movies that yes. you deserved a yep. Best Director nomination for. The Way of Water was not one of them. I'm sorry. Uh, next up, <laughs> we, uh, we have the ones that we knew were getting in. So Martin McDonough. We, we knew it was a lock. We we pretty much knew the Daniels were a lock, but the, I don't know. There's always just like this fear. Like, oh my God, yeah. are they going to pull some shenanigans and snub the Daniels? I still had that like lingering worry in the back of my mind, but thankfully they didn't. They, they sanity yeah. prevailed. I'm so yeah. happy they're here. Oh, thank goodness. Because I just because... remember when the film came out, people being like, oh, it's too much. It's too out there. It's not like the Academy isn't going to eat this up, blah, blah, blah. Look at it now. Look at uh, it yep. now. Yep. Leave it away. I was scared too, especially because it came out so early in the year. Like, it's been my favorite movie all of 2022. I, rem- I never. No, I remember yeah. that that being the main thing. And it was just one of those moments where I remember I was talking to some people and it was just, we had the realization, like, we just have to keep talking about it. We just have to keep talking about mm-hmm. it as critics and make yeah. sure that it doesn't go away from the conversation. And it never did. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I'm just so no. happy. I'm so happy. Uh, and this but is ta- what happens when critics believe in themselves and the power that we have to influence <laughs> others into watching everything everywhere at once. <laughs> and I'm so happy too, because somebody, I remember when uh, we talked about it earlier, because it's just more on critics kind of like pushing it. Uh, back when that first Wakanda Forever trailer released, and people were like, look, critics, y'all have pushed white actresses to a nomination just based off of a trailer before so angela bassett is right here (laughs) no literally that was every that was everyone with tar there was only a trailer then it had buzz at venice and everyone was like oh she's getting a nomination look at her now i don't think i heard about tar until like a week before i saw it oh Oh, no i remember it premiered at venice (laughs) the trailer came out and people were like oh there's a lot of buzz around her blah 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 i'm putting her in in my predictions back in like (laughs) may (laughs) i'm like what yeah so i'm glad that angela did kind of get that treatment this year too of like right from the get-go people were like no 
this is a performance, damn it. And she, y'all want to talk about legacies and legacy performers who actually put in the work. Because that's the thing. Like, Jamie Lee, okay, she's been around forever. You know, yeah. yay for her getting a nomination. But it's not her best performance by any means. No, Compared no. to Angela Bassett, maybe it's not her best, but that's just because she has some colossal performances in right. her bag. And this is still a great performance that would be a deserving winner on top of mm-hmm. being a, yeah, we should have probably already given you one of these, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. it, it feels good. Like you don't mind the lifetime achievement when the performance itself is still possibly the best, arguably the best from anyone in the category. So yeah. Director though, speaking on tar, I'm a Todd. I'm shocked in a sense. I'm not shocked because I predicted it because he had been getting the precursors. But Tar is just not a director-driven film. Yeah, so it's, it's it, a performance-driven film. It's it's really shocking. Like, screenplay, yes, I, I yeah. figured. Obviously, Kate Blanchett, yes, she's the driving force. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit shocked um, that he's gotten the amount of love behind him for, you know, what was it? Did he, did they get editing too? I mean, it was like cinematography. There was a lot that I was like, wow, Tom is getting some of these technicals that I wasn't anticipating and director I was expecting, but I'm still overall a little shocked. Obviously we have um, Steven Spielberg back again, naturally. And I know people were thinking he might be a little bit vulnerable after missing at the BAFTAs and after they just kind of blanked the Fablemans overall at the BAFTAs. (laughs) And then we had Ruben Osland for Triangle of Sadness sniping that fifth spot. How do you feel about the category, Alex? Um, I know you probably feel differently than me, um, Larry, but I'm happy Spielberg got in. I love Spielberg. Uh, Fate... Not saying The Fablemans is my favorite Spielberg movie, but he is uh, my favorite director of all time. Like he, like that was he was the household name, um, like growing up. Like if you heard Steven Spielberg, like I had to watch a Spielberg movie growing up. So I mean, it's it's obviously he, to me, I think he's like the goat director. So I'm not surprised there. I'm happy the Daniels got in. Uh, I knew Martin McDonough was a lock. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you on Tar. Like, I really liked Tar, but I don't think Todd Field should have been nominated for director. I don't really consider that a director, like a director-driven movie. I consider that more of a performance-driven movie. Um, I can't really say anything about Triangle of Sadness because I haven't seen it. Although, I guess since I haven't seen it, I mean, it's kind of unfair to do this since I haven't seen it. I would take that out and put um, Gina... Uh, Bryce, uh, Bryce Blythewood, yeah, uh, in there for the Woman King. I was begging after she got that BAFTA nomination. Yeah. I was just, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was like throwing it out into the ether, yeah. begging for Gina to get in. <laughs> she should. Uh, I mean, she she she's proven herself too to be like capable of directing like action movies like that. So. I mean, why the hell not, you know? I mean, that's the thing, is people were really pushing for Sarah Polly as kind of the female representation. But if we're talking about directing, 
I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Gina was Gina mm-hmm. was top five for mm-hmm. me. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think the I think the Woman King was a better directed film than Women Talking. Oops, sorry, <laughs> uh, Josie. How do you let, let us know? You you were you didn't want to talk about it, but we want to hear about it. Talk about best director. <sighs> the only one I'm happy about is the Arda Daniels. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we got more women in this category. I know a lot of people were hoping for like the same thing with Paul for Charlotte Wells. And yeah. if not that, I would have preferred Gina because mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> she was a better director this season compared to Sarah Pauly. And again, nothing against Sarah Pauly. People are going to think that I <laughs> hate her <laughs> women talking. And I don't. Also, if you don't like women talking, it doesn't make you a bad person or a bad feminist. Just saying, because some people out there be shady. But it it just wasn't the best film of the year, and I think now, we need to accept that. Now, if and pic- I would have oh, sorry, sorry I, I just real quick, That's I would have preferred her yeah. directing over picture. Uh, picture felt very random. Mm. Oh. Now, I I was just gonna say something like if if picture can get ten nominations, why can't directing? Yeah, I think uh, H. I don't know if anyone anyone else does it, but I know HCA does ten directors too, and yeah. it it works out. Well, because it feels weird. Like that's always the weird dichotomy. Like I don't think they sh- necessarily have to reflect a hundred percent because I do think there are some films. Right. Yes, a director. But obviously I think you need a huge part. But... I think you need a little bit more of a variety than just five. You know. Yeah, and I I definitely agree. But once again. Correct me if I'm wrong. We still have not had a a black woman ever nominated for best director, uh, um, because yeah, think, obviously right, yeah. the last black female directed film that really made a splash was Selma, but she got snubbed uh, in the directing category, um, and no black director has ever won the category period even when their film went on to win best picture they lost best director and i think i saw i don't even think a black a black female directed film has ever been nominated for picture either so it's mm. it's a it's a, you know and that's what really kind of made the woman king just being blanked at the oscars just stand out even more it's like okay we're giving you what you need here. Like, you know, and it's been the case, yeah. but this one even had a push behind it. Like so, so many of the previous films didn't even have, you know, they didn't get the light of day, but this right. one had a push behind it. It had Viola Davis, who the Academy loves and, you know, suddenly they don't love her or the film. <laughs> so, <laughs> suddenly they look the other way. <laughs> um, and that's kind of the thing this year at large there's so many like we're talking about women t- women talking that's a that's an academy film you know and in any other year if that was directed by a man even with the exact same film if it was you know sam polly and it was samuel i guess polly oh totally <laughs> it would it would have yeah. been in it would have been a front runner for picture he would have been nominated for director you know it would have been one of those. the testament the men are allies <laughs> yes but you know when it's a woman behind the camera suddenly no if it was james cameron's the woman king that's yeah. in that's that's picture that yep. he's in for director but 
and and you still feel that kind of ick to it. You know, we just had Spotlight a couple years ago, but she said it can't even get a single nomination. So mm. uh, that's where it gets frustrating when the yeah. year has like so she, many. I like she said more than women talking. I thought she said it was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked it too. Yeah. The fact that yeah. that couldn't even get a screenplay nomination. Yeah, had that not get well, screenplay, that yeah, that was, that was <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I thought if it was getting in somewhere, it was definitely getting a screenplay nomination. So that was I I me. I I could be crazy here too, but I also thought that Ryan Coogler could have gotten a directing nomination too. He should have. Yeah. But if we're talking about that, Jordan Peele, where is he? True. Someone Jordan, find yeah. him. Yeah. Send out the search party yeah. for Nope. <laughs> the fact that Nope couldn't even get a visual effects nomination. Yeah, like, I know, I don't right? Know Ooh, what's going yeah. on here? Like, come on. I don't know. I know. So we champion. That's what's also weird this year is the blockbusters. Suddenly they're going to champion these big blockbusters. And it's like, well, look at the blockbusters they choose to champion. Yeah, we did get Black Panther in the first time, but we had to literally like that literally changed the world you know like black panther was such a significant movement that it could not be denied even then though ryan coogler couldn't get into best director so yeah um, that's that's been the thing with everything everywhere all at once because i remember (laughs) i remember i was talking about this months ago and i just kept saying it's gonna get into best picture because if it doesn't you know what it means the academy is racist and they're gonna put it in like neon lights all over the city if they don't nominate this film <laughs> so they had to because yeah. everyone loves it if you didn't nominate it we know why yeah. yeah there's just some films that are so undeniable that they have they're backed into a corner and have no choice it's Unfortunately, the best film of the year it was on everyone's <laughs> t- it was on everyone's top 10 it was almost everyone's number one it was everywhere it was everywhere <laughs> all at once <laughs> And that's the thing. So moving into, I guess we could just move right into Best Picture. I was talking with my friend. She actually called it like, she was like, 20 years ago, I think, like, thank God for the internet uh, that it came out in the internet age. Because 20 years ago, it would have probably become a cult classic. Like, it would have had to wait for its video release, for people to, like, champion this crazy, weird, cool movie. And it would have been much easier for them to turn their nose up at something like that uh, back Mm -hmm. in the day. But it is this weird cult film that became an instant beloved just classic right off the bat and it's due to the era and like Josie's been saying due to people just pushing it and making sure it stayed in that forefront it wasn't ignored and it wasn't forgotten and I think honestly over my dead body this would be forgotten (laughs) they would be I, I have to say it like Look, I uh, two other films that got nominated were actually in my top 10 of the year. I like a lot of these Best Picture nominees. I think there's a great, uh, mm-hmm. some great films in here. But Everything Everywhere All at Once, they would be crazy not to award that Best Picture. Right. Because it is literally everything they need. It's progressive, not only in like a social standpoint, which it is. It's progressive for them as an experimental film, as something outside of what they normally award. It is beloved by audiences and by critics. It was a box office hit 
that is an indie yeah. film, like a smaller film that went on to become a box office hit and has honestly been one of the big saving graces for smaller films in cinemas. I mean, mm-hmm. it's literally everything you could want. Right. <laughs> it's a populist film that is also an art film. It's it's everything right. that right. would look great for the Academy. They would be stupid if they let this opportunity go by where they have this perfect year where they blend audience and critical reception. It's literally been handed to them on a silver platter, a film that everyone can stand behind. Last time that that really happened was like Parasite, but even that didn't have the widespread general public love like this. And I'm just so scared they're going to fumble the bag. Like, as much as I personally love the Banshees of Inishirin, it just doesn't have any of those boxes right. ticked. It has none right. of those boxes ticked. Yeah. <laughs> the Fablemans has none of those boxes ticked. Um, and those two would feel so much more like, okay, more of the same. The, of course, yeah. the Academy went with that. Of course, you know. But mm. this Best Picture lineup, any surprises, Josie? Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Let's let's pull up the list. Um <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front, as soon as it got two nominations right off the bat, I was like, okay, this is making it into Best Picture. I haven't seen it, but I remember I know a lot of our mutuals have been championing it for a while. Yeah. So I trust them. <laughs> I just hope <laughs> it is this year is Dunkirk and people don't start predicting this because I'm going to get very mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Avatar The Way of Water, what are you doing here? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I mean, I like her. I called her groundbreaking. I won't take it back. (laughs) But (laughs) again, Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. don't, Don't threaten everything everywhere at once. That's basically my message to all these films. Yeah. <laughs> Talk did you like Maverick. Banshees of Inisherin? I did. Oh, okay. I, I don't like, want I it like to I win. Hear you. I, I feel like I haven't gotten your opinion on that, so I just wanted I like to hear it. it. Um, for me, it should win a uh, screenplay. Look, I can give up screenplay as long as everything everywhere wins picture. Martin McDonough, I... you can have the screenplay win, okay? But that's <laughs> no, it. I, I want it to win picture. Um, everything, everyone at once. As for Banshees of Inisherin, I only wanted to win screenplay. I hope, or I wish, and I pray that the Daniels can snag director. Because then mm-hmm. if they get director they and they miss editing, which I feel like a sneaky feeling tells me editing might go to Elvis. So I hope oh that they can get director because if they miss editing, then they're safe at that. Hopefully, yeah. that's my logic. Yeah. I just want them to win picture. <laughs> Tara makes sense. The Fablemans, um, a lot of people like it. I'm not fond of the film. I feel like this is a given because it's Spielberg. It's one of those movies where I wonder that if it was directed by an unknown person, people be feeling the same way. And Triangle of Sadness, I'm, I like the movie. I'm surprised it's here. That was the shock, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you got screenplay, nice. And then it made it here, and I was like, yo! <laughs> well, as soon as I saw it got director, I was like, oh, shit, it's going to get into picture. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, my God, it's getting in. Okay. 
Each time I kept showing up, it just felt like a jump scare. I just kind of went, yo, what are you doing kind of weird, though. Like, <laughs> it got all of this love, and then Dolly DeLeon didn't get in. No, the film got so much love when it came out, then it died down, but Neon kept campaigning it. Like, nobody was talking about it, and Neon just kept bringing it up. Like, hey, you know what's a good movie we can watch tonight? Triangle of Sadness. And everyone's like, yo, why? Neon, look, it, you say what you want, but Neon can run an awards campaign. Neon, I mean... They have Parasite. Yeah. Yep. As soon as they want Parasite, everyone was like, Neon. Neon's, <laughs> the, Neon's good at campaigning. I think that's why A24 started getting this rep that they can't campaign or they don't know how to campaign their movies. And this year they were okay. like, no, we will. <laughs> Neon just did it so much better. And then a lot of people also this year were like, why were we saying that A24 doesn't know how to campaign? Look at what they're getting. And it's like, because they do know. They just don't have... I don't. I mean, they also just, had a they don't have a, people a just same. Said that. It's not like Moonlight just, wasn't a twenty four, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like a twenty four doesn't have the same style as Neon. Neon definitely has its quirks. If you go to their Instagram stories, I mean, right now for Infinity Pool, they're having so much fun with it. And I think people relate to that more. It's more accessible, and a twenty four sometimes fumbles the bag with being relatable. Except now that they're trying to capitalize on rock with googly eyes for $35. <laughs> well, that's the problem. You're like, oh, this merch is fun. And then you see the price tag. Yeah, I know. That's the problem with A24's <laughs> website. But, but I mean, they have been pushing Brendan Fraser successfully and he made it, which is what matters. Because some people were saying he wasn't going to make it. I'm like, he gave the best uh, performance of the year. Shut And they got Hong Chow, too. So, you know, they got both of them in for yeah so i'm gonna give credit where credit's due i think they do a good job but neon is has that accessibility and clearly it worked because triangle of sadness made it in (laughs) alex any overarching thoughts on best picture yeah um i'm looking at the list right now um and i you know we can say what we want maybe like not necessarily the blockbusters that we want to have in best picture, but I guess what I'm, what I'm about to say might be a little controversial too. Like I'm happy that there's a little bit more variety with the blockbusters in best picture. You wish lost city of C were here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's the lost city. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Uh, um, I guess, I, I guess, I, I guess like, and that's not to take anything away from, the smaller films from indie studios or anything. Cause those are, those are great films too. And I, I've in the past years, like I've been happy that those have that smaller films or like more obscure films have been getting a lot of recognition, especially in best picture. But like when I'm, when I, when I, when I watch the Oscars, like sometimes I have like my mother here with me watching them. And I know that within the past, like few, hold on, there's a, Siren oh, in the background. The, the folks are going ham. Over <laughs> yeah, I know, um, but like I know, like I know, like in the past, like I remember there were there were a couple years where she was watching it with me, and she said, "I am legitimately bored because nothing I like has been nominated." And she was mostly like referring to like more accessible mainstream movies. So I am, I'm happy that it seems like we are getting a little bit more. Like, I think it's a good mix of both. Like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, you know, put all big blockbusters or full mainstream movies into Best Picture. I'm just, I'm saying I think that you need to recognize blockbusters sometimes, even if these aren't the ones that we agree with, like, to be in Best Picture. Um, I think that, I think it does have a 
good balance, I think, between indie films and more obscure films and easily accessible films or blockbuster films. So that's just what my spiel on it. What other blockbusters would you have nominated in this category if you could? The Batman. The Batman, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I would have put the Batman in over Avatar and Top Gun. Yeah, oh, I think it has more artistic merit, personally. I, I, would, I, would, I mean, I've you guys know me. I've been bitching about Elvis this whole show. I would take Elvis out. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, totally. I only yeah. thought I was going to get Austin yeah. Butler. I would put, a couple of other yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would put like I mean, yeah, I Larry. Would put, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One moment, okay. Alex. I need. That's I need, it. No I, need to, I need to. Larry. Larry, did you really expect a film editing nom for this one? I had an inkling, but did you expect it? Did you predict it? I just. Uh, um, yeah, some of these nominations for Elvis. Because mm. um, if you predicted it, yeah. I'm gonna hold you accountable for manifestation. <laughs> Hold on. Let me keep talking, Alex. Let me. Let me. I have my yeah. notebook. I but got no, my like, notebook ready. Anyone, anyone listening, anyone that predicted <laughs> Elvis for film editing, I'm gonna hold you accountable for unintentional <laughs> manifestation. Let me see. Let me see if I manifested. Hold on. Um, oop. Okay. So my five, my predictions for film editing were everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Top Gun, Maverick, Avatar, okay. All yeah. Quiet on the Western Front, uh-huh. and Elvis. Oh, <laughs> y'all are manifesting on these streets, and then you're surprised, then you're shocked. Listen, uh, Elvis, is this the first? I mean, of course, it's the highest because Avatar. Well, I don't know. I guess when Titanic was nominated or when the first Avatar was nominated, but collectively, this has to be like our highest box office count, right? I think so, yeah. Between that and Top Gun, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once, we have all these that made over $100 yeah. million. Dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean... I mean, if you put it in that sense, it makes sense not to be redundant why yeah. these films are here. Right. They clearly not only changed cinema in a way if you want to argue that because i know some people out there will but it's the same argument for top gun maverick where a lot of people were like hey this is gonna get nominated most likely because look at what it's done for movie theaters and look at what it's done for um just accessibility in general and people actually went out to watch this movie and the same thing with avatar but also Mm -hmm. then people complain why original work isn't being made anymore and yet you're giving accolades to remakes and sequels and then yeah. yet you complain why everything <laughs> yeah. everywhere needs to win yep. exactly i don't want it to win it's the most original thing this year yeah i agree i agree i like the, the way the I... champion of original films at the box office for 2022 yep. the way the way i describe that movie to people too is it's, i say it's it's literally seeing the inside of your own head like that's how original it is like imagine, like again, if we want to talk box office, I know you liked it, Alex. The Fablemans was a flat out bomb. Oh yeah, it bombed. Office. Yeah, I for mean, sure. Yeah, it bombed. We're gonna yeah. award that. Nobody went to go watch it. Like nobody was interested. <laughs> <laughs> and, and meanwhile, everything, everywhere, all at once, with no budget compared to the Fablemans, right. blew it out the water. The Banshees of Inisherin, nobody mm-hmm. watched that. Nobody saw right. it. Tar, right. nobody saw it. No, right. like these are movies that nobody went to go see. Yes, mm-hmm. award them, give them nominations on their right. merit, but 
what's the film that blended us all as film lovers? It's E E A A O. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I just yep. wanted to end because then you're basically saying that which this tweet has been going around and even Daniel Kwan retweeted it that you are basically giving an award to the guys that may turn down for what <laughs> okay well Josie just helped shoot down the EEAO campaign right before no. <laughs> Josie no, is out here spreading it. madness she's no. helping she's she's part of the Banshee's they're crew cult- and we no. didn't know they're cu- no they're cultural icons and they must be treated <laughs> as such they also made Swiss Army Man yeah. and Look at how far they've come. I know, right? <laughs> I like Swiss Army Man, and I haven't I seen wa- it. It's good. I, I, it's I not for everybody, it. but it is good. And the turn down for what music video? I watched it after watching everything ever <laughs> once. And yes, I support these men. <laughs> Lord, well, this Oscars. <laughs> I'm speaking the truth. Why are you booing me? <laughs> Listen, don't be telling Academy Awarders about turn down for what people. I'm telling you, these old folks, like, what? that's what will turn up. What them. is that? They're going to be like, no. Oh, my God. I got to vote. I got to vote for phrase. Steven Spielberg instead. <laughs> no, it's just a new phrase the kids are saying. Don't worry about it. Vote, vote. <laughs> Check that box. Check that box right now. I don't know. Some of these people talking about their parents uh, turned that <laughs> ish off because they were like, what the hell are you showing me when they turned on everything everywhere? Why does she I have just... hot dogs for fingers? I wanted oh. to win so yeah. those people can feel silly. It's just it's just so creative and imaginative. Like That's what I want from a movie. Look, if The Shape of Water can win, we can right. get E-E-A-A-O over, mm-hmm. the, over yep. the finish line. Okay, if yep. we can do the fish man love story, we can right. push this film too. Exactly, because people, yeah, people have that argument that it's too weird. And I'm like, have you seen half the things that have been nominated in the past? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We made Hello? Green Book win one year. I think anything's possible. Well, yeah. uh... We're still we're still trying to make up for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was a overall. It was an okay morning. I was I was mostly okay with the nominees. It was just lead actress that really took me out. Uh, yeah. Director, yeah, that's mm, could have done better. And yeah. then cinematography, we mm, could have done better. But actress <laughs> was the one that really I was like fuming. Uh, once that wasn't out. <laughs> That was that was the the quintessential angry moment of Oscar nomination morning. Yeah. I'm glad that the the little women talking hive got your little best picture. <laughs> little women talking because <laughs> they were ready to riot in the streets on Twitter Actually, for women talking. Another film that didn't make it in that I was hoping would get at least original song because I liked it. Uh, White noise. Oh, I, I haven't watched. I heard it was so grating that I have avoided it. I heard a lot of mixed things. Yeah, it's 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 a movie, but okay. again, original song <laughs> is good. Not too, so not too. I, I, I am happy for that. Oh, we haven't mentioned it. I think we can close off with that. R R R Hive. <laughs> RRR, it only got one nomination. I know know, people were willing it, hoping it could sneak in elsewhere. I'm surprised it didn't get get 
international feature film. Well, thank India. Oh, it wasn't eligible. Yeah, India screwed uh, it. <laughs> India the film they selected is actually a good one I can't remember which I think was Tribeca maybe where I saw it but it was at one film festival a year ago and it's good but RRR was better <laughs> and it's just like sometimes you wonder I mean they have to feel crazy you know like they had a cultural movement I mean, France fucking France oh, didn't select portrait that. You know how angry I was. I will not let them live that Over down. I will not let anyone remake. live it down. I will make this everyone's problem. No, <laughs> I was so furious. Like, And they screwed it from all the rest. Because it could have made a splash in like, cinematography, maybe. If it had gotten that like yeah. push from France. Same thing with RRR. I think it maybe could have snuck in elsewhere. If it had just got that push. They might have gotten the same treatment that portrait got where it wasn't selected by france and also neon preferred to push parasite over portrait which is i'm worried we didn't mention documentary i'm worried all beauty and the blushing might get more love because neon is pushing it more yeah and i want fire of love to neon too (laughs) yeah so it's um national geographic was the one i know i'm so happy national geographic of the year yeah but real quick, National Geographic was the one that acquired it, but Neon is involved somehow. Like, they're all working together, so Neon has been pushing it. But they've been promoting all the Beauty and the Bloodshed more, so I'm a little scared for that. But the thing with Portrait was that they would rather, like, they promoted Parasite more. And that's Which why Portrait off, didn't obviously. get in. Yeah. So I'm scared that, um, so that might have been what happened with RRR, because they were pushing okay. Glass Onion. All Quiet on the Western Front was a... a quieter push but it still got buzz yeah so i think and it's i mean and it always is kind of cool the, you know we have another foreign language film a non-english yeah, it film got in. it got, got something getting into picture yeah. i hope it um, wins oh, yeah what'd you just say i hope it wins best original song oh my god i thought you were saying i hope it wins all quiet for picture i i was just so shook for a minute josie i was like wait a minute josie hold on sorry (laughs) yes and we know look at least we know that performance is about to be lit on oscar night for not to not to y'all so we're gonna have gaga we're gonna have rihanna and then we're gonna have the team behind rrr lighting up that stage probably gonna put all these pop stars to shame on that oscar stage and then diane back again uh with a a movie none of us have ever heard of (laughs) can't even watch uh, Diane Warren, I thought maybe you would, you know, uh, chill for a minute after you got your little honorary Oscar, but you're back again. I see. Uh, let me let me not let me not give her too much. I love me some Diane Warren, um, but I'm gonna need you. Somebody hire her for a movie that like has a sh- chance at winning, please. <laughs> like, let's actually yeah. give her a shot to win the Oscar instead of all this mess that she's always bringing to the stage every year. Like, oh girl please please uh that y'all got in the way of my child papa but uh <laughs> uh yes go rrr go not to not to i'm excited for oscar night overall we'll see we'll see if i'm excited actually as these little uh guilds and stuff start rolling in uh, we'll see if if I, I stay excited or if I start to sweat bullets and I'm going to be nervous. I think you're going to sweat right. bullets. 
oh, this is Academy going Academy. Are they going to do right by me yeah. and my picture? I think our biggest problem is if Colin Farrell wins the BAFTA, we're still going to be in limbo. But if Austin Butler wins the BAFTA, we're screwed. Yeah, please listen. (laughs) Y'all, listen. Put the voice away. We need to put the voice down. Someone fought me on Twitter the other day because of that. Look, and I'm like, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm not going to be gaslit. Something's wrong with the boy. Ooh, they read Vanessa Hudgens to the ground because she shaded him on Instagram about Ooh. that voice. In nah, the it's probably, I feel, it's probably a tick, which I think that's what he's alluding to because he says that he doesn't hear it. So I feel like he was doing it for so long. I just, like, <laughs> you, don't you remember that cost Lady Gaga, her running around talking like the, crazy like that, cost her her <laughs> nomination last year. Yes, but Lady Gaga is a woman and clearly is working for this man. <laughs> Because everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's such a genius. And I'm like, no, someone get him some Because they think it's sexy, too. They're like, ooh, that deep Elvis voice. So they're like, <laughs> you know, fawning over it. I'm like, oh my God. Someone get uh, an exorcist. Get Elvis out of there. Colin, look, I don't want to seem like a hater, but Colin Farrell or Brendan Fraser, please save us. That's all I'll say uh, when yeah. it comes to the best I have, actor. Listen, I wouldn't mind being like, oh my gosh, the Academy Award winner for Zoe 101. But... <laughs> Colin Farrell and Brennan Fraser gave a better performance. It just is what it is. You haven't seen just The Whale, t- huh, Alex? I haven't, no. Oh, my God. Give it to Brendan. Yeah, They should. Yeah. You know, and he I... Was good. Point, he just acts... He, he does so much with his eyes. It makes me tear up. Colin, if you want... Look, if you want to do a lifetime achievement, Colin Farrell's turned in a million amazing performances. You don't need a little ingenue boy. You know, we don't No, Please, please. Uh, sorry, Paul Mescal, you kind of fall under an ingenue boy, too. But I'm just saying uh, oh, but he deserves to be. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. One. Josie. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our very chaotic um, recap. Um, also, I, I forgot I need to just shout it out before we conclude. You know what? Let Riz Ahmed uh, announce the award for uh, animated short film because Please. I want to hear him say my year full of dicks over and over. <laughs> so, I love how did anyone um, write? Uh, you didn't see this live, Alex, but have you seen the video? It's on YouTube. Oh, I got to watch it then. Please. So in <laughs> it was an animated short. Yeah. Okay, yeah. um, they <laughs> they announced that category, and as soon as he read that title, like he was gonna announce the next one, and everyone just started laughing, and there was a long pause. <laughs> yeah, those animated shorts. Um, I know every now and then because I always just do like those little showcases they do for all the different short categories, and they're gonna. I have a feeling that one's gonna have to be the last one they show because they're gonna have to give like a little warning to be like, "Hey, so I know you've been watching like cute ostriches I'm and this animals. Um, this next one is not appropriate for children, so just it's so be prepared." Fitting. No, listen, it's so fitting in a year where everything, everywhere, all at once is nominated for best picture when it includes dildos and butt plugs to have an animated short film. They might, <laughs> you're 
fucking dicks. Look, I'm hyped to see it, y'all. That's the one I'm most excited to see. I'm also excited to see, like, the ostrich one. Like, an ostrich told me everything is fake, and I think I believe him. It's some title similar to that. I'm excited for that one, (laughs) too. Um, That was announced after the other one, and it was just two in a row where everyone just was laughing in that little room. (laughs) Look. I have. I'm hyped for the animated short program this year. <laughs> if I'm looking forward to any set of nominees, it's, it's looking forward to seeing those movies. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> also, shout out to EO. The year of the donkey reigns on, baby. The donkey did it. <laughs> Let's at least give us a feed of Jenny and EO from the Oscars. At least give us very, like a little video feed, you know? Very unfortunate decision to leave didn't make it, but EO is a good film. So I'm not mad. Yeah, decision to leave getting blanked was also kind of should have been people there. were like really thinking Park was gonna make the uh um, director there. lineup <laughs> and didn't even make anything. So uh, interesting, interesting stuff. But that was our very chaotic, wild uh, exploration of the 2023 <laughs> Oscar nominee. <laughs> I hope you had fun with us uh, and our crazy train of thoughts throughout this show. Uh, let's hope the Oscars are fun and a little bit crazy too. Um, yep. I hope there's no slap because then yeah, I'll have to be ready to slap people in my everyday Twitter life because <laughs> y'all need to let it go. I'm sick and tired of it. And even a year later, we're still here hearing about this damn slap like Will Smith murdered somebody on live national television. The way people talking still, even in December, you thought he was damn Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker pulling out a gun on live TV. Like, uh, y'all, let it go. Let it go. And I know we (laughs) won't. I know we're going to have more think pieces as the Oscars get closer. Yada, yada. Let it go. I'm I'm begging you. Uh, Please. Uh, But uh, thanks for listening along. (laughs) Josie, girl, where can the folks find you? You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. And thank you for having me here to be chaotic. (laughs) All right. And Alex? Uh, You can find me at my official website, alexmattedmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and the podcast are there for your enjoyment. Thank you for having me on tonight. Perfect. And you can find me at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube and Instagram and Chili Boy YT on Twitter. And of course, make sure to follow the Cinemania World podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And be ready for the Oscars on March 12th. And I'm sure we'll be back. Maybe not us three. Maybe maybe some other folks. Who knows who will be here? But somebody will be here to talk. If you you have to pick between The Last of Us and the Oscar ceremony, just watch The Last of Us. We'll we'll tell you who won. For sure. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listen, the Oscars, if y'all want to get those ratings back up, going head to head with the biggest show on television. They right need now, to push their day. <laughs> it is not the way to do it, Academy. Yeah. Y'all killing yourselves so- even more. <laughs> Someone has to move their day, and it's not going to be The Last of Us. Last of Us, they really, they were like, we're going to go up against the Super Bowl, against the Oscars. We're going up against everybody. So. We'll and see, gosh, but... and they're gonna probably win too. Academy, yeah. <laughs> all you gotta do is push it one week. Academy, you still have time. Push it back a week. We're begging. All right. Well, 
We'll see you on the next show, and we will be back in March to talk about who ends up taking it all. Will we be happy celebrating EEAAO, or are we going to be furious on our recap? I feel like it's going to be a a nice mixed bag. I was going to say, I think it's going to be mixed. Yeah. Well, if Josie's here, there will be anger. So (laughs) make sure to come back. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 